What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Raw Select Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Hello and welcome along to this month's edition of the Music for Modern Living Radio Show, right here on Blue and Green Radio. You're locked in with me, Nigel Gentry. Confessions of a curly mind. Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Ride the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Twisted Souls. You're listening to the Blue and Green Podcast. And I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com Welcome friends, you're tuned in to another episode of the Blue In Green Podcast. Thanks very much for your company. My name's Imran. We have a fantastic, really fantastic show uh, lined up for you today. Really excited for you guys to hear it. Uh, today I have the incredible luxury of presenting uh, my conversation with uh, Tiak Lammers, uh, aka Lima, better known as Lima, and uh, Vincent Helbers, better known as Seravince, better known as uh, Flowriders. Uh, both with an incredible resume but today we're primarily discussing the release of their brand new album Junk Love which is uh, it's a, such a great release and it's a really great concept it's basically a kind of a take on modern love and modern dating dating in this era in this digital realm and it's a, it's a really inspired uh, project and um, yeah for a concept it's it's excellent it's really big just opens up so much conversation it's really really cool uh, we recently featured it uh, we had a review up uh, that went out last week on our homepage, uh, which we'd love for you to check out as well. We'll include the link to that in uh, the description for this podcast episode as well. So, uh, Vincent Helbers, um, as we said, better known as uh, Seravins, better known as Flowriders. He creates music under various guises. He has a stunning resume uh, of, of solo projects. Um, including uh, Servants' Here to See album, released in 2013, a real personal treasure of mine. Uh, and getting it to t- the chance to tell him that is, is pretty cool as well. And uh, there's the Flowriders release, R-U-E-D-Y, uh, which is uh, another one. had a, a, a fantastic reissue uh, by Mr. Bongo last year in 2019. Uh, so, uh, I mean, those two projects in of themselves, uh, he has, uh, he's done... Uh, production for artists including uh, Jose James and uh, various names so it's a really exciting resume Richard Spaven as well and um, Lima uh, as well he had his debut solo EP came out very late last year uh, called In Between Shifts a really great introduction to his music his sound and his talents uh, he has now this project and he's already setting sights on another full length as well so clearly this is an incredibly busy uh, period for both of these artists which means which makes it all the more special that they um, kind of took the time out to have a chat with us uh, about this really wonderful project. So regular listeners uh, of the podcast will know that each podcast episode includes two songs. The second song is picked uh, by our guests, uh, who will be picking our closing number at the end of the show. But I have the luxury of picking the opening number and... um, I'm going to obviously pick something from said album that we're discussing today. So from Junk Love, I'm going to introduce you to the album. If you are if you are unfamiliar with the project, we'll introduce you to it in fine fashion with a, well, probably my favourite track from it, with, with which is uh, Black Pharaoh. So uh, we're about to press play on that one. 
Before we do, however, quick reminder that these podcasts run in conjunction with the online internet radio station, uh, Blue In Green Radio. Uh, you can find us at www.blueingreenradio.com, where you can find our radio stream broadcasting via our homepage. Um, and you also, there's a podcast tab, which gives you the complete rundown of past uh, podcast episodes, uh, which we're very, very proud of. So we'd love for you to check out either uh, of them. We spend a lot of time on these podcasts talking to Blue and Green Radio presenters uh, from across the world who, who, who grant us their wonderful talents uh, for our, our airwaves for you lovely people. So... Um, uh, shout out to them and um, yeah well let's go straight to Black Pharaoh and then you'll get the chance to meet uh, Vincent and Turk. thank you very much again to them for their time and I really hope you guys will enjoy the show today thanks very much friends
What a pleasure to have both of you. This is so cool. Yeah, we thought, why not? <laughs> we're, sitting way, we're sitting way too close actually, at the moment. <laughs> but, but there's no ca camera, so... <laughs> there's no camera. No, yeah, so it'll be a boring piece. <laughs> How are you Funny. both today? Have, you, um, have I caught you at very particularly busy days? Uh, we're, we're both, in general, quite busy. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm opening soon a, a new studio in the center of Amsterdam and a new club. Wow! And and Jack, uh, well, he can. I can speak for myself. I yeah, think, yeah. No, I just <laughs> I'm uh, I'm working on a, a lot of new music. So uh, working on an album at the moment uh, with a uh, with a friend of mine called Rubiere. He's a he's a Dutch producer, and uh, we're making a full album. Which, uh, yeah, causes me to put in a lot of work, uh, which is really nice. And uh, I'm really, uh, yeah, fond of uh, doing this at the moment. Well, really you, cool. you guys are very busy because, I mean, well, let's talk about Junk Love first, if that's okay. Firstly, congratulations. What a wonderful project. It's a really exciting one. Uh, are you guys happy with how it's been received so far? Yeah, uh, I guess so. I think uh, we were putting it out ourselves, so uh, it, it had a we, we we all the responses are really nice, but we we have to push it for now. Like, uh, mm. very happy that you were willing to to help us uh, spread the word in a way. And uh, but I think it's uh, catching up now; it's starting to pick up, uh, which is really nice. It's it's a bit new for us because uh, uh, at least I am not used to doing fully myself i was always uh, working through labels mm. but i've been sending uh, uh the press kit around and uh yeah so far nothing but good responses really positive ones yeah that's wonderful so, news um, yeah, well, I, yeah. how how did the idea of it come together then what inspired you to because obviously i i mean junk love uh, as if i've understood the theme correctly is something of a take on on modern love really isn't it modern online online love yeah all the limitations and may i say fuck off something yeah <laughs> i guess, <so. laughs> I, I guess uh, we, we, were, we were making this uh, album we were over this record we were both going through some some uh, experiences uh, in that area in, yeah in the online world you know and uh, right. uh, I, I guess most people are nowadays and uh, it's a really a love-hate relationship uh, with that whole concept of meeting people online and 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 going through i don't know go going through online profiles of people pretending to be something they want to they want to they want to show a certain side of themselves to to make sure you you like them in the first place and then yeah it's just a different way of meeting people. And, and that's, if uh, I if I can add, it's like I'm a little bit older than Lima is, like quite <laughs> something old. And I'm actually turning 51 tomorrow. Congratulations. It, wow. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. And uh, in my sort of generation, it's also quite taboo, to be honest. I think, in, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how... Well, Cherik is exactly nobody is sure, not even himself. I guess no, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's 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 less it's more accepted. But um, I mean, in my sort of uh, generation, lots of people are not 
they find it still weird or, or, or they hide it a little bit. It's a bit taboo. So it's also nice to uh, open up, like as an artist, to open up a little bit about it. We, we were working on the album together. Uh, we were sitting in the studio and making songs, writing the whole process. And Jack is the one who writes the lyrics. And um, yeah, it's sort of, we took it from there actually. And, and suddenly the theme was there. And then we added the, uh, the, the artwork, which made sense. So yeah, <laughs> just currently made a video in which deals with the same theme, right? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> kind of fell together. It kind of, kind of, yeah. Linked at one point. So, so have you abandoned the online <laughs> dating pursuits or are you still persevering? Uh, I have personally, <laughs> me too, <Okay>. personally. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't to me, wasn't the best way. Maybe, uh, if not for my character to, to meet people, I guess, or for me, it didn't work out, but it doesn't say I'm not necessarily hating on the whole thing. I can't, I think yeah. it could work for you, but uh, yeah. I thought no, uh, from reading like the press pack, you talked about how, uh, the music was sort of made through analog equipment and, and, and traditional, uh, sort of styles and concepts. And I thought that was a really great uh, dynamic when paired with like the rejection of sort of modern digital romance. I thought the fact that you kind of went almost the creation of the music kind of backed up that same rejection of like a digital era. I don't know if that was a conscious thing or not, but I thought it worked very, very well with the actual theme of the the album. Well, yeah, I guess that's I agree both of our, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's both of our nature. We really love that, uh, the analog world uh, when making music. So uh, for us to jump in the digital one and find out it didn't work for us was actually, yeah, it kind of, kind of, maybe it, we, we know, you know. It sounds like Erica Badu now, like analog girl in a digital It world. does, maybe, absolutely. Maybe, maybe it and maybe it's some some parallel thing here maybe yeah, yeah it, they, it makes sense it does make sense what you're saying i guess i mean we worked in a control room big ssl table all the analog sins on uh we both uh uh uh, uh i say it working the ssl we're both in recording mo mode all day Ooh. I guess we're, you can call it analog people, you know, running mm. the stuff to tape even. So, yeah, for sure. You guys have known each other for quite some time now, haven't you? Yeah. How did you Two guys initially ahead. meet? I think it was either at uh, Vincent was opening up a studio somewhere. I think I met him there or I met him at a concert we were going to, which uh, a friend of his was playing, like Richard Spaven was playing drums there. And I think I saw him there and I knew he was uh, running this uh, an analog studio and I was busy working on music and wanted to learn more about like the whole uh, analog world, basically. Um, it was not through online dating. I can't <laughs> that. was gonna. I was going to ask if you met online, but I didn't know if I'd take it into a strange area. <laughs> That's great. You met organically. That's the point. That's excellent. 
we're both, both more into women, I would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> understatement. Yeah. We are getting into the modern take on romance, aren't we? This is very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so b basically, um, he uh, then was, uh, I think he was studying also for uh, becoming a recording engineer. And he was in the midst of a study and... Uh, and then he became an intern in my studio, but and that worked worked out really well. But then we started writing together, producing together, and uh, yeah. And the next the next step it sort of evolved naturally into uh, working on music together and and releasing it. Do I say this right? Yeah. yeah there's one one side note which you might not even know. It was like I did a study, but I was actually studying music production not really oh, sound see. engineering oh, sorry yeah it doesn't no but I'm, i might have even tweaked the the details a bit when i started out because i thought i want i want to <laughs> i want to intern so i but, just want to learn that thing. yeah because he was i was learning him like about yeah. the studio like about recording about you know i but, mean yeah like you have like you can set up a mic and record vocals but Recording drums or violins or grand piano, that's something else. You know? yeah. Mm. yeah. No, we spend a lot of time together in the studio, like also working for other people, recording mm. stuff, uh, mixing stuff, all sorts of things. Yeah. It is funny. I was going to say with the, where does the, the kind of the, the interest or the passion for sort of an analog approach to music, where does that come from? Cause I, in complete honesty, in my, with my untrained ear, if I were to listen to the music on junk love, I wouldn't necessarily have assumed or deduced that it was actually created in the way it was, which is, I think a compliment. I think that's a good thing to say, but where does the passion and, and, uh, interest in creating music in that method for each of you where does that sort of stem from um yeah it's an in interesting point you you say um uh, um i think it might sound like all the synths on um that we used on the production is actually uh like real live played synths and it's actually all real instruments but then in the mixing sort of made them sound a certain way so it might sound like it's done i don't know in a different way the thing is i that's because i was moving studios normally i mix analog fully as well and this one is not mixed analog because it might have maybe added more vibe to mm -hmm. it but i actually don't mind so but the whole recording process of it was really analog and for me, um, uh, the D'Angelo Voodoo album changed that a bit. Like the first wow. when uh, when I started hearing that, like it triggered me to go back really to to analog. And I've also worked with the Russell Elevado, the engineer from yeah. D'Angelo. He was like months in my studio when I just started out. So I learned to record to tape. I, I learned really a lot of stuff from him. But that was the first thing that triggered me into analog. And um, because I, I moved my studio to a new place, I've been recently working more at home in a more in the box sort of setup, which is great. But to be really honest, some 
stuff is still impossible to achieve without all the analog gear it, it is it's they're both great great for different reasons but um uh yeah some stuff i just can't some sounds i, I really can't get uh in the box i need to go analog for it mm. and that's my interest i think but as my personal view i think in the end analog will always be a notch better but if you talk in terms of logistics and being able to really pull up a mix and do 100 revisions on a mix that is like digitally way more easy of course mm. so and i run a studio so the that side is also i'm aware of but that's my part of the story yeah. and i have a, i'm a keyboard player from origin and so yeah i always was like a real mini moog a real roads these instruments are so great to play and and record with uh, it's just pure love there i guess i can't explain that's Maybe perfect yeah. yeah how yeah. about you how about you sir where does it sort of all, all stem for you yeah for me it's, it's also just just um listening to records that gave me a certain feeling and uh and now uh, there's there's just some something that comes through and i think you can really emulate it with uh with the new new ways of making music of new recordings you can re get really close to it and personally now i love the combination the best i love to there's some 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 unexpected things happening when you record analog some uh, it could be noise at the end of a recording or just just something that 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 kind of small mistakes or small errors which make it even nicer to me so it's not all clean and um mm. yeah i love the combination now so that you you're able to use that in a way um that that you, that you can make it stand out more in your song like few instruments have a certain vibe and you can combine it with something really clean and the, that combination to me is very very interesting to work with how does that kind of for both of you how does it sort of translate to like like playback mediums and and things like that are you uh, i guess as independent as 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 artists as as independent artists in this era like this modern digital era when you consider your music being consumed by streaming sites or or mp3 downloads or vinyl do you have any take on how you making your way just as an independent artist with all this technology and this online world i mean do you kind of have any take on how you do that uh well it's 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 the only way at the moment you just have to push it out there and, and get people to hear it so there's no way around it and i'm happy that i mean a few years back there wasn't even it was impossible to think of that you could even make a little bit of money again with yeah with just just releasing music so it was it, it still is most mostly about playing live if you honestly want to make some music or make some money off of your music but at least there's a way now to to get it to people yourself and uh if you yeah i mean if you listen if you have spotify listeners and you have a million you still don't make enough money to pay your rent <laughs> so in a way it's still it's nothing and it's 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 yeah it's a bit weird if you consider uh where we come from and you used to pay like maybe uh yeah and here is euros like like 20 euros for a cd 
And now you pay 10 euros for all your music, all uh, (laughs) everything you you want to listen to always everywhere. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a weird situation we're in. But yeah, honestly, we wouldn't wouldn't make me. We're not in this for the money because then we would be crazy because that's that's (laughs) unfortunately not what we get out of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, my my take on is that like eventually. Uh, it has to be dealt with. I mean, in terms of artists, it is quite rude to the world is stealing from musicians, I guess. I mean, I was talking to Czech the other day about it. I had to, in December, then most of my software licenses for all sorts of stuff concerning audio plugins and stuff are running out. So you have to refresh them. And sometimes just for like a very simple program you have to pay like 80 dollars for a whole year there was in mm-hmm. this case uh, a word from microsoft and for that same money somebody gets the same year all artists worldwide for free and that's like if you compare it like that it's weird so like as an artist you're expected to pay for all your software for your hardware as well for for everything and on the other side of it is that it's like your work gets distributed almost for free. Mm. So I, I guess at some point it is going to change, hopefully. I, I guess the, the uh, me from, I, I grew up being in studios like uh, as a session player, a keyboard player. That's how I got to know studios. Like in the 80s, the studio it would be at least 1500 200 uh, 2000 a day uh the budget for an average uh, band not even the top band but they would have like 50000 to to make an album and now the top bands have that sort of budget so it sort of narrowed down a bit and but it's also good it, i guess it socializes music so now every a guy at home in his bedroom can make an album, which is gives a lot of creative stuff. I mean, yourself are from London. I don't have to tell you how mm. many incredible young guys from 19 making incredible music there. So that's, yeah. that's, that's great. The downside is of the whole MP3s, the standards got a bit lower and I guess, but uh, it has both good and bad sides and what i'm now experiencing with check together is actually it's sort of hybrid so you have the benefits of the modern stuff and we have the benefits of the old school stuff so what he's saying that the sort of combination and and stay open and keep the knowledge from the past and use also the the stuff that is uh, available now that gives us also a different approach because uh, I guess uh, any guy in his teens who starts now doesn't necessarily have the knowledge like from an old school analog studio. So there are also benefits for it, for him, but also for us, I guess. There is a balance, isn't there, between you know the, the, the downsides of, say, the money aspect where it's just so easy to you click and you can just, as you say, steal an entire catalog of an artist but then the plus side is i guess as a consumer you the choice 
of what you can consume now is is limitless and also the the opportunities for an independent bedroom uh, musician or singer bedroom dj who can just go in their room make music that is of a good of good quality and release it and have people hear it it's an incredible balance yeah. but as you say things sort of do need to kind of there need, does need to be more regulation at some aspect but how do you do I, it i think i i've well uh, what i'm 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 learning uh um like uh, in my new studio, we start working with Discogs, um, and uh, actually, what they told me is it's it's going back already. Like, if let's let's say somebody uh, is interested in James Brown and he was never have does has never heard of James Brown before, you go on Spotify, you find his whole disc discography, and um, with one click, you have everything there. And nowadays, actually, what is triggering people again is that you leave information out. So nowadays, they tend to go, because there was a long time, let's say the last 10 years, people got spoiled, like, you know, it, it's all written out for you. So you say you like this right. music, then you probably like this clothes, and you yeah, like yeah. to listen, this, listen to see this series on TV. It's all it's not so unique anymore and i i see that coming back and also discox is saying like when they sell vinyl still they actually take information away so people have to do more in order to get it and it makes it also more special yeah. if you can just download a whole uh, lifetime of recording from one person by just clicking into spotify it is also not it's a bit overload, so you're not really want to want to do some crate digging. And I see that as coming back a little bit. Uh, at least I hope so. Yeah, but I think crate digging in itself has has evolved. I think from an online world, even just from discogs, you go to an artist. Like if I were to look up a project by yourself, and then I would see say Lima attached to it, and if I was unfamiliar who Lima was, I would click that, and I would find yeah. his wonderful yeah. in between shifts project. Do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's stuff like yeah. that where it, it has evolved. Crate digging is is, is really fun in in this era. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of positive sides also mm. on it for sure. But yeah. I still know artists that that don't want to go on Spotify. I had it for a while also, but uh, <laughs> I turned so. But there's still people that are not on Spotify. Who's, Bandcamp, there's a place to make money. Some say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah. if you're small time, uh, if you're not that huge. Bandcamp is amazing. It's an amazing site, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about how busy you guys were, obviously with this stunning project, but also from 2019, you both had really monumental releases. So I've just mentioned Lima's In Between Shifts, uh, which had the, the best video I've seen in a long time for fading. Such a good, nice. uh, such nice. a good video. And then there was obviously the the reissue of Rudy for Flow Riders as well. With yeah. Are you are you really why? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, is, do I do I not say it as Rudy? I say I say Rudy. Is that incorrect? <laughs> yeah, are you Edy? Yeah. Oh, Satan! For I beg your pardon. Uh, yeah, are you Edy? No, you no. had the reissue of that. So, I mean, can we talk about yeah. like in between shifts for a moment? You must have been really happy with the uh, that EP. It was an excellent project. 
yeah, uh, I was basically because it's my first thing I, I released. Uh, mm. I've been working on my music for a long time, and I've I have so much uh, ready to put out. But this was just a milestone, just to get the first one out and uh, show a little bit of the diversity of what is yet to come. I think it's quite broad uh, in the sound palette, and uh, uh, yeah, I pro I'm probably quite schizophrenic when it comes to making music in a way. So. Uh, I wanted to showcase that a little bit as well, mm. like the both sides. And uh, yeah, really happy that that it, that's out there and that uh, people get to listen to it finally while I'm already uh, <laughs> moving on to the next three projects. Yeah, but, uh, I know. It's amazing. I, I don't know how you guys are managing yeah. to balance anything at this point. I mean, it's incredible. And then there was the video for Fading. How was that to put together? Um, well, I was working on it actually uh, with my uh, my girlfriend, uh, and we were. Um, there's actually the guy that's in it is actually a sort of a, a known uh, character in our uh, in the, in the, the neighborhood she was living in at the time. So we we would walk the streets, and he was always out there dancing. He wow. Has, uh, he has a spot where he just goes out and he puts his headphones on and he starts dancing for hours. And that's just his spot and he owns it and he's just rocking it and everybody's w watching and then he's just, yeah, he's just a star on it. Just, just, I don't know. And the uh, wonderful, wonderful guy. And uh, yeah, we, we thought it would be great to have him dance on that. And that uh, it's, it's such a, he has so much confidence and that's kind of what the song is about was actually uh, me picking myself up and just getting into the, the uh, really good state of, of uh, yeah, I don't know, just just positive mindset. And he kind of represented that in a way uh, with his positive energy and his confidence, just, just so he, he, he was the best actor I could wish for, for that uh, role. <laughs> he, just, he believed it. He, he was that guy in that moment, yeah. just up what, what am I going to do? Yes. Okay, let's go. We would do anything and just, yeah, I don't know, fearless, uh, which it, was yeah. really, really nice. It was. It's yeah. very infectious energy. It's really exciting. It's a really fun video. I really, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I'm really happy with that. It was a cool story like, that, he, yeah, he wanted to be a part of it. Imagine if he said, no, I'm not going to dance to this and just carry yeah. on. I, the, <laughs> I was very interested because uh, he would normally just dance to Michael Jackson, which you might see a little bit in his mood. <laughs> He's the biggest fan ever. So I was like, okay, this is kind of like a soca rhythm, really, a really up tempo. It's gonna be difficult for him, but if he if he, if he wants to, he was just yeah, yeah. We would have figured something out if he would have said he would have said no. Or you could have just we played Michael Jackson and then had him dance yeah. and just film him dancing to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Exactly, and then just yeah, just edit edit the rhythm out of it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very cool. true. But I'm happy you said yes. I'm very happy you said yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And then there was yeah. the the wonderful reissue of Ruedy. What, what may I ask? What was what inspired you to kind of revisit that album, Vincent? Um, actually, it was the label that uh, sort of uh, inspired. It was released on uh, Mr. Bongo, and it, it, the Flow Riders and and the album was very. Uh, Broken Beat that time when Broken Beat was, was strong. Uh, like some of the tracks were quite big in London in, in the clubs, like from the, in the whole Broken Beat scene. I'm talking like 
guys like Orin and and IG Culture that sort of DJs yeah. play a lot. I also work with these guys, and uh, there was a little bit of a revival. I think uh, Broken Beat this beat disappeared a little bit, and uh, lately it was a little bit of a revival. And label just phoned me up. It's like, do you have some unreleased tracks? Do you have some extra tracks? Yes, I have 10,000 unreleased tracks. <laughs> oh my God, really? <laughs> no, wow. Well, I don't know, but, but a lot. I mean, every, every time I see Tiag, he has just 60 tracks more. It's like ridiculous. So we have lots of stuff that never sees is released. And, wow. uh, and the label went like, you know, just do a proper re-release. And uh, I was really happy, of course, to do that. Yeah. That's excellent. Your um, Here to See album is coming up. We're about three years away from a 10-year anniversary. Do you reckon you'll revisit that glorious piece of work? Yeah, I might do it. I, I, that one is really very analog. That is all recorded to tape as well. So mm. um, with no editing, that is like very... Um, there's no editing. Everything is done to tape. So it's only played and, and no editing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that, that was, was yeah. a thing. Yeah, I would love to, but um, if it makes sense, why not? Yeah. Yeah, that was my introduction to your music, and uh, I was yeah blown away. It's a real personal treasure of mine. Yeah, got a big effect, lo lots of affection for that project. So thank you very much for that as well. Oh wow, that's nice to hear. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Well, thanks. Um, well, this has been so awesome to talk to you. I, I hopefully you've remembered, but I, I mentioned about picking a closing song um, uh, for the for the show today. So, I mean, do do either of you, or hopefully both of you, uh, have a song you'd like to close with? It could be something from Junk Love. It could be something from anything. Uh, one of your favorite songs, something from the projects that we've discussed already in between shifts, maybe anything at all. Uh, I guess I would love to play uh, Smoke Machine. Of the Brilliant. jump off record, yeah, yeah, because it's a bit further on the record, so you might not open up with it. But uh, it's a really we were we were talking about it. I maybe not, but but I would also choose Smoke Machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, excellent. Okay, one that's one of your we, favorites from it. I take it. Mm, yeah, this hard question. Can't pick this they're one. all favorites. They're all favorites. <laughs> My personal. Is I think Black Pharaoh is my personal. That's my pick. pick. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, again it's so difficult <laughs> to pick. It's a, it's a wonderful project. So, uh, congratulations to you both. I so appreciate you, you having the opportunity to talk to both of you about it. is has been fantastic. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're thank welcome. You. We have actually a video for Smoke Machine on the way. Uh, when we go, oh, it, I will make sure. You you will get it or uh, yeah we talk please about do it. that's very kind excellent yeah no I'd love to is yeah. uh, is our, is is the uh, the dancer in there from um, from uh, fading is he per chance dancing in that he, video he at all isn't, but... what <laughs> what we can talk about it yeah we might, we might have a comment I might have him dance in all the videos it should be a, it would be a good idea it is an it is an interesting video though it, it's about Amsterdam it's about junk love it's it's a red light district is in there it, interesting video I would say nice touch yeah. Very cool. I certainly look forward to it, as well as more music from, from both of you. I wish you guys continued success. and It's been excellent to talk to you, so thank you both so much. You're very, very welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having thank us. You.
calm down Don't you know it's hard to love But easily moan So we moan a lot these days Well I fit in with the misfits While I wait till the mist So we can cover my tracks Cover my tracks Cover my tracks Well I fit in with the misfits While I wait till the mist So we can cover my tracks Cover my tracks Cover my tracks Say I cover my tracks and hide my movement, hide my movement I went somewhere else, it's the route that I choose I don't choke, don't choke, here give me that joke, I'll use it So we can cover my tracks, cover my tracks, cover my tracks.